0: Isaiah 55 8 9 says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Hi, I am Princess Vivian, the one that Jesus loves welcome to for the bride of the lamb podcast our topic today is unexpected ways god's help come to us before we begin let us pray father in heaven we come to you in the name of our lord jesus christ thank you for loving us and for your great mercy and compassion on us father we ask you for your help Fill us with your Holy Spirit today. Open our hearts, minds, and understanding and teach us your word. Help us to grasp it. Exactly what you want us to hear today. May your word transform us, renew us, and heal us in every area of our lives. We ask you of these in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Most often... We come up with our agenda and go to God to bless it. That is not the right order. We are to go to God for everything and ask Him what the solution is because He is the solution to every problem you and I may have down here. Every day we wake up, we are to ask Him what the plan for that day is or what he says about the situation you are in right now and take it from there you may need healing in your body today and he may tell you to go deep in the river seven times like Naaman in 2nd Kings 5 1 to 14 it says now Naaman the commander of the army of the king of Aram was a great man in his master's sight, and highly regarded, for through him the Lord had given victory to Aram. And he was a mighty man of valor, but he was a leper. At this time the Arameans had gone out in bands and had taken a young girl from the land of Israel, and she was serving Naaman's wife. She said to her mistress, If only my master would go to the prophet who is in Samaria, he would cure him of his leprosy. And Naaman went and told his master what the girl from the land of Israel had said. Go now, said the king of Aram, and I will send you with a letter to the king of Israel. So Naaman departed, taking with him 10 talents of silver, 6,000 shekels of gold, and 10 sets of clothing. And the letter that he took to the king of Israel stated, With this letter I am sending my servant Naaman, so that you may cure him of his leprosy. When the king of Israel read the letter, he tore his clothes, and asked, Am I God killing and giving life? that this man expects me to cure a leper. Surely you can see that he is seeking a quarrel with me." Now when Elisha, the man of God, heard that the king of Israel had torn his clothes, he sent a message to the king, "'Why have you torn your clothes? Please let the man come to me, and he will know that there is a prophet in Israel.' So Naaman came with his horses and the chariots and stood at the door of Elisha's house. Then Elisha sent him a messenger who said, Go and wash yourself seven times in the Jordan and your flesh will be restored and you will be clean. But Naaman went away angry, saying, I thought that he would surely come out, stand and call on the name of the Lord his God. And wave his hand over the spot to cure my leprosy. Are not the Abana and the Farpa, the rivers of Damascus, better than all the waters of Israel? Could I not have washed in them and be cleansed? So he turned and went away in a rage. He turned and went away in a rage. This is where a lot of people miss God because He did not do things the way they thought he should do it. Who is leading who? You or God? God should be leading us, not we leading him or telling him what to do. Verse 13, Naaman's servants, however, approached him and said, My father, if the prophet had told you to do some great thing, wouldn't you have done it? How much more than when he tells you, wash and be cleansed? Sometimes God's answers are so simple for us. We are looking for something big, but he gave us just a simple answer. We are like, oh no, that must not be God. And we are looking for something humongous, something big from God. God is a simple God. He's not complicated. He knows everything, but he knows that we don't know a lot of things. You don't go to a child and begin to speak your college grammar to a child. You come down to the child's level. (laughs) You come down to the child's level. So how much more go and wash and be clean? So Naaman went down and dipped himself in the Jordan seven times according to the word of the man of God. And his flesh was restored and became like that of a little child and he was clean he could have missed his miracle a lot of people are like this we human beings are like this because it's not what we thought it should be who said that it should be what you thought God says that his ways are not your ways and your thoughts are not his thoughts they are so different we need people like Naaman's servants in our lives who can speak sense into us when situations don't make sense to us your river today may be to get up and exercise or stretch daily it could be to stop some food that God has been telling you that is not good for you but oh no you wanna eat it it could be to join a good bible-based church and be constant only you know what God has been telling you that could be your river today in luke 17 11 to 19 we see another help and solution in disguise that does not make sense, that you can easily overlook. It says, while Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem, he was passing between Samaria and Galilee. As he entered one of the villages, he was met by 10 lepers. They stood at a distance and raised their voices shouting, Jesus, master, have mercy on us. When Jesus saw them he said go show yourselves to the priests what they could have said why should I go and show myself to the priests the priests will chase me away because I'm leprous it doesn't make sense go and show yourself to the priests it's only those who are cured of leprosy that go show themselves to the priests But now he said, go show yourself to the priests. They did not argue with him. They did not question him. The Bible says, and as they were on their way, they were cleansed. Can you do that? In your all knowing and all wisdom, you're going to begin to question God. Why would I go and show myself to the priest? I'm leprous. Can't you see? It's so obvious, that's how you and I miss our miracles, miss our help from God. But these lepers, thank God, they did not question. They were not too educated in their heads. So they went and they were cleansed. They were cleansed. Oh, glory be to God. You may want money for your needs today and he may tell you to go fishing, like Peter. Matthew 17 from 24 says, After they had arrived in Capernaum, the collectors of the two drachma tax came to Peter and asked, Does your teacher pay the two drachmas? Yes, he answered. When Peter entered the house, Jesus prompted him. What do you think, Simon? He asked, From whom do the kings of the earth collect customs and taxes, from their own sons or from others? From others, Peter answered, Then the sons are exempt, Jesus declared, but so that we may not offend them, go to the sea, cast a hook, and take the first fish you catch. When you open its mouth, you will find a four drachma coin. Take it and give it to them for my tax and yours. You know, Peter could have argued I've never seen a coin in a fish's mouth. How come you tell me to go fish to get money and not go fish and take the fish and sell the fish and make money? No, he went. He went. And he got exactly what Jesus told him. God sends us help every day in ways that we don't expect. But we are missing them over and over again because they do not come in the ways that we thought they should come. We miss them. How many times in a day has the Spirit of God prompted you to say something, to do something, or not to say something, or not to do something and you missed it over and over and over again? He is patient with us but we are the ones suffering when we don't obey. So your going fishing today can be go get a job and keep it stop jumping from one job to another it could be stay put in the job that God has given you stay there you don't jump out just because someone offended you at your workplace now you're gonna go away from what God gave you when God gave it to you he did not say everybody in that place is gonna like you he did not say everybody is going to be, you know, praising you every day you come to work. He just gave you that job to honor him there, serve him there. Ask him, Lord, how do you want me to serve you here today? Don't go there thinking that everybody's going to like you. If you are a believer, Jesus says, well, to you, if everybody speaks good of you. Jesus said that it could be for you to start that business that he has been prompting you for years now to start, which you are so afraid or so lazy to start, yet you are struggling financially. God will not rent money from above for you, my friend. Your money is down here. He only needs to direct you on how to get it. Going to get it is up to you. He will not do that for you, my friend. He will not. So if you have not been listening, listen. if you have not been watching closely, watch closely to see how He is trying to help you. You may need food for your family and He may prompt you to give the one you have to someone like the widow of Zarephath. In first Kings 17 8 to 16 it says then the word of the Lord came to Elijah get up and go to Zarephath of Sidon and stay there and stay there that's the key stay there where God put you you need to stay there despite what's going on he who sent you there is gonna provide for you Just like he provided for Elijah there in Zarephath of Sidon through a widow. It says, Behold, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. Everything may not be rosy because the world is falling. Satan is here trying to make people's life miserable, especially the believers everything is not gonna be rosy but God who sent you there will provide for you there where God sent you is the only place you have grace to stay and flourish so Elijah got up and went to Zarephath when he arrived at the city gate there was a widow gathering sticks Elijah called to her and said Please bring me a little water in a cup so that I may drink. And as she was going to get it, he called to her and said, Please bring me a piece of bread. But she replied, As surely as the Lord your God lives, I have no bread, only a handful of flour in a jar and a little oil in a jug. Look, I am am gathering a couple of sticks to take home and prepare a meal for myself and my son so that we may eat it and die Elijah replied do not be afraid go and do as you have said but first make me a small cake of bread from what you have and bring it out to me Afterward, make some for yourself and your sons. For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says, The jar of flour will not be exhausted, and the jar of oil will not run dry until the day the Lord sends rain upon the face of the earth. The woman could have said, Oh no, you stranger, who are you? Where are you from? telling me all these things. I have told you that I have only a handful of flour and it's not gonna be enough for you and I. No, the Bible said so she went and did according to the word of God and there was food every day for Elijah and the woman and her household. The jar of flour was not exhausted and the jug of oil did not run dry according to the word that the lord has spoken through elijah wow wow the woman could have missed it she could have missed her miracle she already prepared herself to eat the last meal with her son and died but thank god who helps the helpless who comes to the aid of the less privileged he came to her aid he provided for elijah and provided for the woman as well elijah could have told god oh god you know this is famine the woman is not gonna have anything at home she's a widow and she has a son she doesn't have money could have given a million reasons why he would not go but he went and the woman obeyed the woman obeyed or you may be like the Italian regiment centurion called Cornelius in Acts 10 who prayed to the God of Israel constantly and gave lots of alms to people God said that he heard his prayers and his arms came up to God. God saw what he needed. What was that? The gospel. And sent an angel to him to send for Peter who will come and tell him about the gospel. Someone by the side will be like, how is that going to help me? How is Peter coming to tell me about the gospel going to help me? God sending Peter to Cornelius was God helping him and his family you may think that you need money to clean the mess you are in right now or to solve your problem but who you deeply need is Jesus in your life if you don't have him already and when he comes he will satisfy the deep hunger in you that is actually making you to get into trouble the deep hunger in you that is causing you problems and he will organize your life and you will find out that all these other things that were happening before in your life will just die down. It's like a storm raging, raging until the Lord Jesus comes and says, peace, enough and it will die down. You'll be looking for it and you will not see it anymore. People crave for a lot of things when your spirit is craving for its maker it may seem like you are hungry for something but you don't know what you try to fill it with food no it's not gonna satisfy you try to party it doesn't satisfy you try to purchase a lot of clothes it's not gonna satisfy you buy new cars it doesn't satisfy you go into drug you drug yourself, you smoke, you drink, you do a lot of things, it doesn't satisfy. I bet you most of the people doing these things are actually trying to satisfy spiritual hunger with material food. It doesn't satisfy. Only Jesus can satisfy that. He's gonna satisfy you from the inside that all these things, you won't want them anymore, you will not want them, but are you gonna listen to what God is saying, the help He is sending you? We need to stay open and not want God to conform to us. Your flesh can play games on you, you know, if you let it, especially when you don't want to do what God is telling you. We are to conform to His ways, which are better and higher. He sees the end from the beginning and knows it all. You and I only know now. We only see now. We only see now. But God truly knows what you want. He truly knows what you need. That which will satisfy you. His ways are not our ways. And his thoughts are not our thoughts God's help can come to us in ways we don't see as help so what do you need today what situation do you find yourself in what is God telling you about it does it sound bizarre does your flesh not want to do it Look out for those. It could be God answering your prayers. Asking for clarity and a humble obedience will open a door that you don't imagine in your life. A humble obedience. So look out. Listen. Check again. What and what has God told me that I have not done because I don't want to do that? that's not what I want to do maybe you have been missing God's help to you you have been missing the ways that he has been sending help to you my friend this is a wake-up call wake up and stop missing your help from God you are the one suffering when you don't obey these things So, I urge you, man up, take courage, be strong, and do that which sounds bizarre, which looks impossible. And God will catapult you to where your destiny has been all this while. Until I come your way next time, don't allow the enemy to rob you through fear, the help, that your Father God has been sending your way. Remain blessed. Shalom.